Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday. We begin in Alabama, and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. Music of America podcast continues. We wrap up our visit to Massachusetts. We're in Northbridge, and we're going to meet with a band called Linwood Strange. Bass players, The Bag, is a high-quality leather gig bag family of products that has been handmade in the United States with the finest craftsmanship, a beautiful, sophisticated, very cool overall appearance. They're made of some of the finest quality leather and cushion available and meant to last a lifetime, literally. We got over 30 years in the leather industry, extremely proud to introduce a line of gig bags targeted to both the skilled professional as well as the fun-seeking novice. Their hope is that you're going to love the bag as much as they do. It's called The Bag from Tony Vaughn Bass Bags. Tony Vaughn, a Boston boy, a Boston man, Boston musician, whichever. Tony Vaughn Bass Bags, www.tonyvaughn.com. Joe De Gennaro, right? De Gennaro. Right. So where is uh, where is Northbridge? How close to Boston are you? We're closer to Worcester than we are to Boston. Oh, you are? We're right okay. along 146. Okay. We're about 15, 20 minutes south of Worcester. 20 minutes south of Worcester. Okay. So uh, do you ever follow the Ice Cats back in the day? Because it used to be my St. Louis Blues farm team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They still play there? No. Yeah. No, it's the Worcester Railers now. Yeah, it's the Railers. Yeah, yeah, we were right. the Ice Cats and the Sharks. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Ice Cats went to like Mississippi or something. Like Wasn't that in that? No, that was a baseball team. Oh. So, they Joe, you're that. the lead guitarist in the band. Is that correct? I'm the only guitarist in the band. Oh, okay. I thought. Uh, for, I well, thought. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. I saw on my notes it says James plays bass guitar, so I saw guitar, so I didn't think bass. That's okay. James. No yeah. biggie. James no, plays no, bass. Jim. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we can call him James. Thank you. Yeah, real. Yeah, I've got him. I'm, I'm getting. No, see, James plays guitar, but Jim plays the bass. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. funny. So, um, introduce the band to me, Joe. All right. Uh, I'm Joe DeGennaro. I play guitar. I write a lot of the songs. Mike Downing is our drummer. Hello. Uh, Jim Hilton plays bass. Mike, hi. I'm uh, I'm the guy with the mic. That's our singer, Mike, Mike with the mic. Mike with the mic. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember your last name right now. And you're from. And you're from. Thank you. <laughs> wow. That's right. Uh, like they say, Mike. And you from where? Yeah, I've never heard that before. Probably <laughs> haven't heard that at all this hour. I'm best. I'm gonna guess That's that. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you from where? Yeah. Oh, from my mother. <laughs> from the hospital so since uh, since we're talking to the vocalist right now mike what, yeah, it, uh, it, it, it's funny because uh me and the drummer we basically grew up in the same neighborhood but we didn't know each other at the time oh no kidding yeah and you're both, both named mike party. yeah both named mike same neighborhood both in the same band grew up not knowing each other yeah yeah weird <laughs> funny so who's your uh, who do you model yourself after? Like who's your singing style comparable to? Would you say? Um, I my influences go all over from Bon Scott to to Bono. Uh -huh. Honestly, yeah. I met Bono. I met Bono in in uh, in the uh, in the Boston Commons right after the uh, nineteen. I think it was eighty three or eighty four gig. 
yeah. at uh, at the Orpheum, and he had, he actually hit me up for weed. <laughs> smoking weed. He's like, you got anything I can take with you? It's like, dude, we just saw you, man. That was cool. No, nah, this is all we have. <laughs> he was on a mission. He was, he was on a mission. Mission. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, mission. That's funny. So. so, other Mike? Other Mike? How are you? There you are. So, uh, who do you drum like? Uh, well, I um, I kind of got my influence from from John Bonham. I used to actually have a Tequila Sunrise uh, okay. drum set. That was uh -huh. the just the light, the red, orange, and yellow um, set. Um, the only thing is, it wasn't the original. I only had a twenty-two inch bass drum at the time, um, but. I, I admire all the drummers. Anybody who gets signed has got my respect. Yeah. Um, oh, come the, on, tell me about Bunny Carlos, man. Well, definitely <laughs> Bunny Carlos is one of them. Um, yeah, because he doesn't read sheet music, but uh, he is, uh, he's quite the drummer himself. Uh, yeah. Mitch Mitchell from um, Jimi Hendrix. Mm -hmm. um, Ringo and Larry Mullins from U2. I mean, um, a lot of good drummers. A lot out of good there. drummers here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And, and and Joe, since since Mike brought up Zeppelin, I wanted to bring this up with you because you've got a lot of the songs that I've listened to. They kind of sound a little. They almost sound sound like you're going to go in a Zeppelin direction, and then you take it someplace else. So it's like you give me just enough to sound like the immigrant song, maybe, or or rock and roll, yeah. and then you go a different direction with it. That's pretty cool. So is that that's your style, I guess, right? Big influence with Zeppelin. Honestly, yeah, a little bit. Um, more Kiss, the seventies and eighties. Yeah, um, yeah. So somebody once called us if Kiss, ACDC, and Black Sabbath had a really ugly baby. <laughs> Funny, and and Jim, I don't want to, don't want to leave you out because I already insulted you by calling you James. So, uh, who who are your influences? Um, well, let me ask you this first because a lot of bass players. Start out as guitar players, then go to bass. So, did you start off as a guitar player? Or did you start off as a bass player? Well, no, I actually am a guitar player. Yeah, it's <laughs> not in this band. Okay. Um, as far as far as influences from guitar, I mean, I pretty much listen to almost everything. Yeah, except for like probably hip hop and jazz. Really? Okay. Yeah, jazz I is steal stuff from all of it. That's right. I, that's right. Because uh, the 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 adage that I use that if you steal from one resource, it's plagiarism, but if you steal from everybody, then it's it's research, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. I'll have to use that. So I've always, from a guitar perspective, like I said, I pick up a lot of different stuff. Um, as far as bass, I mean, I don't think that I have any bass influences because I've only been playing bass since on a regular basis since March. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I haven't had a time to let other players like influence anything that I'm doing because right. I'm just trying to play it. Just trying to play it. That's um, interesting. No, my yeah. my brother picked up a bass about a year ago, and he used to just sit in and and fill in because he's a guitar player, and he'd fill in when we needed a bass player. But now he's actually studying the bass and learning the bass, and he has just like skyrocketed. He's really getting good. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I have yeah, skyrocketed, but I'm 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 holding it down, I guess, for now. But we, and we, we have like so many flying bass players. And when Jimmy, honest to God, when Jimmy said he wanted to play bass, I told Joe, oh my beer. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I heard these guys weren't too happy about it, though. No, 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 no. No, no that's not weird. That's what you said. Well, I mean, we, we <laughs> I'm the Grillum. The Grillum. First impressions, you know. How did you get this? How did you get this motley crew together? How did did you guys all know each other? Did you play in other bands together no, or what? No, no. Way back when, um, we had, I answered a Craigslist ad for what was then an entirely different band, um, and ended up playing with Mike and the, the drummer. Oddly enough. The drummer. Yeah. The drummer. Um, the bass that's player at funny. the time yeah, that we had wouldn't come out of his COVID hole because of COVID. And basically we're like, dude, we want to keep going if you're not going to keep going. And then we lost our singer and then we lost the other guitarist. And then um, we brought Mike into the band. We had Only until you found someone better, though. That's what you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jimmy came about by the weirdest of ways. I've gone And this is a great though. story. So um, we put an ad out because we were trying to get rid of our bass player then without letting him know directly. Right, right. And um, so I wrote an ad on Craigslist. Didn't say who it was. Didn't say anything. But I wrote it as if I was Mike the drummer. And... Jimmy contacted Mike and said, hey, that's your ad, right? I'll play bass for you. And we're like, how did he know? Go <laughs> <laughs> the full circle, though, because you technically replaced me as the guitar player. Oh, yeah, I guess if you want to go there. Yeah, because that band that precursored this band, Jimmy was technically the guitar player before me. Oh, really? So full circle. He's yeah, he used in. to be in a separate band with 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 uh, Mike, the drummer. Oh, they wow. were in a separate, What's the name of the band? Sponge Grenade. Sponge Grenade. <laughs> Sponge Grenade. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Pull the pin now. But uh, yeah, it, it was funny. Jimmy came to like our first our first show. We were we were uh, Audio Mirror then. Well, we had changed our name because uh, we we found out that there was actually a speaker company called oh, Audio Amplifier. Mirror. Oh wow. You didn't know that? Oh, what now? Amplifiers. Amplifier. Oh, I'm sorry. It's because sometimes just trying to find a band name is so hard. I've heard you know, that from I, so many people. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just, and, and, and you know, thank God for the internet. Because, I mean, we'd, we'd be around probably calling ourselves, you know, uh, Alice Bowie or something. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've interviewed a band called uh, Moonweeds because Sunflowers was taken. Moonweeds, that's yeah. funny. That's different. That's, that's different. Yeah, that's, I mean, just so many. I mean, we we were, I mean, spank, crank, you know, I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, the wads. I mean, we were like really just all over the place. It took about two weeks to finally yeah, come up yeah. with a name. And somebody finally said strange. And then I said, well, let's throw this in here in case. And then we ended up using the Linwood part. Uh, Linwood was a. Uh, so, who or what is Linwood? Because there's a college in St. Louis called Linwood University. Linwood is a village of of Northbridge. Oh, Linwood, okay. uh, Linwood's one of the four villages of Northbridge that that make up Northbridge. Okay, so we're like village idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just the strange <laughs> ones, right? Basically, we're, we're the, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I am speaking. So, so Linwood. I mean, there's Whitensville, there's Rockdale, and there's um, what's the other one? Linwood, Rockdale, Whitensville. Whitensville, and there's one more. I don't know of any other. 
That's it. Uh, no, there's one. There's, there's four. What was Rockdale and Whitensville? I think I always thought there was four. I don't know. No, I don't know where from here. We don't even freaking know. So, so you finally got together though, right, Joe? You got together, got these guys together, and say, let's go forward with this. Some of them knew some of the music because before it was Linwood Strange, you had some songs that you all kind of knew anyway, right? A lot of you knew. Yeah. Yeah. Some. So not many. When did you start writing newer stuff? Or did you write with the old band too? Like the songs we're going to hear today. With the old band too. Okay. Uh, Price You Pay would have been one of them. Okay. That well, we back then. I've got these like in a certain order, but it didn't have to be in that order. And since you brought it up, why don't we talk about that one? And we'll just play that one first, okay? Because the price All you right. pay was a song you played with the old band, you play with these guys now, right? And what is yeah. that song about, and how did that come about to you? Well, well, just just to uh, just to clarify, the old band consisted of, well, well, not well, no, before me, who was the singer? Uh, Warren. Warren, and and um, and then I answered a, a Craigslist ad. It's like, oh my god, there's a band here, and I I haven't played in years. You know, I haven't played years. Moved into town or something? No, 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 no. Where the hell were you? Friggin' four years ago. I don't know. Well, I was here. It's just I, I I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Yeah, oh, that's it. That's it. You know, we're but uh, words after this. um, I know. Let's write a song called "I Wasn't Ready." <laughs> But uh, I, I mean, after they got, I after I came in with Warren, we had another guitar player, which, which he just was just a whole different view, a whole different view on where he wanted the band to go. Really, and everybody was trying to push us into doing cover tunes, you know, you know, and and it was just, it, it just, it's like oh. the energy just got sucked out of the room. So, what did the other guitar player want to do, Harry Belafonte? Cover? Uh, no, he wanted to no, 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 rebuild no. his old band. Yeah, he want. Yeah, he oh. wanted to rebuild. His, his, I mean, sound and everything. Oh, I'm gonna, oh yeah. Bring <laughs> some influence, but you know, yeah, but but it's like, no, we have to do it this way. We have to do it oh. this way, and and um, it was just weird. Um, and then the 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 bass player dilemma. We went through literally like five bass players before we found Jim, uh -huh. uh, in, in like in the space of a year. I'm gonna hold you know, and one was just country. like, yeah. you know, one was. I mean, they Where'd were all decent bass players. All oh, no. just that I, I they didn't share our vision on where we wanted it wanted this to go, um, and it, you know, uh, and and one of the big selling points with 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 Jimmy being bass was he was like minded. Uh -huh. And you have to have that. I mean, if you're going to have any type of cohesion, right? You know, right. you know, you have to have you know like-minded individuals, and it's just um, well, it's a team. It's a team and a family. Yeah, we're all we're all a bit. You know, we're all I, I you know, out there. I like to think of myself as the chaos factor. Yeah, yeah, you are definitely the chaos we, factor. I got that. I got that just from this interview. <laughs> yeah. But so, as for price you pay, um. That was early. That was yeah, early that was, um, so I got the idea to write a song about that. You ever seen that movie Crossroads? Oh, yeah. Johnny Depp. Not Johnny Depp. Uh, no, Johnny Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio, yeah. yeah. Blow your mind about Steve Vai real quick. Remember when he was talking about Public Image Limited and they sent you that video? Sure. That's Steve Vai playing on that song. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> People don't know it. Oh, wow. Kind of like, like Eddie Van Halen would beat it. 
<laughs> well, no, because actually that song is really understated, though. I don't yeah. even know if it has a guitar solo in it. No. Yeah. Huh. Well, and Stevie Ray's on another Michael Jackson song, too, isn't he? He's on a... He's on some David Bowie stuff. He's on a Bowie song, but he's also on a Michael Jackson song, I think. I'll, I'll look that up, let you know. In the, meantime, in the meantime, the price you pay then, so it's kind of like a backhanded reference or influence of the Crossroads thing. It's the price you pay to be successful, to do what you want to do, to play music, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, pretty cool. When ideas come to me, they just come, and whatever they are is what they become. What hits you so, first? Is it usually the concept of a song idea, or is it the music, or is it a phrase? Or it could be any of it. Yeah, yeah, I hear that pretty consistently. You know, it's it's sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that, and there are some people that will sit down and just write music because they want to write music. You For know? someone who doesn't do drugs, his mind wanders. <laughs> <laughs> These are I your friends. That, that, that might be that's, that might be the scariest. It's like. Wow, dude, where'd you come up with that? I mean, what were you thinking? Was it a bad burrito or? <laughs> Pretty funny. I ate, well, this... a bad bur- I ate a burrito and then tried to go to sleep. The band is called Linwood Strange. They're from Northbridge, Massachusetts. Their first song is called The Price You Pay.
from Northbridge, Massachusetts, Linwood Strange, our guest here on the Music of America podcast. We'll get back with Joe and the boys after we talk about Jazz Generation, founded in 1999. Jazz Generation is a jazz education performance initiative that creates playing opportunities for children and adults throughout the New York City area in three different programs. One of those programs is called Keyed Up. That's what I talk about mostly. It's their most recent program started in 2014. It started by rescuing pianos that were destined for the dumpsters, okay? Then position them into smaller local venues like a mom-and-pop coffee shop, known for their hospitality, you know, like a bookstore maybe, something like that. They'd ask the venue to chip in what they could for the musicians, and then Jazz Generation would pay the rest of the fare for the musicians. So the musicians got a fair compensation. The venue got good entertainment, and the kids got exposed to playing out. It's really a cool way to promote jazz. It's in the New York City area. If you like the jazz scene in New York, check them out, please. The group, again, is called Jazz Generation. Joe, Mike, Mike, and Jim. Did I get through it? Is that right? Joe, Mike, Mike, and Jim? Yep. Yes. So, uh, Joe, where do you guys play? Do you play primarily in the like in the Worcester area? Do you play all over Massachusetts? Do you play like a several state area or what? Um, let's see. We've made it just in Massachusetts so far. We'll play anywhere as long as we can get to it and it's worth the drive. But yeah. um, it's honestly just been around the Worcester area for the most part. We did just recently play. Um, what is Jamaica Plain? Yeah, at the uh, Midway Cafe. Yeah. And who gets your gigs? Do you guys all have a part of that, or does that fall on you? Or I do it mostly just because I have the most time. Uh-huh. Work in the ambulance, I, I have a lot of time off. Oh, you're a paramedic, or? Yes. Yeah? What about the rest of you guys? Jim? Oh, I work in IT. My job is boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mike or Mike? Real party killer. I'm a HVAC instructor for New England Tractor Trailer Training School. In oh, Pawtucket, wow. And Mike? I'm a locksmith. It's kind of like being a ninja. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like being a ninja? Explain. <laughs> Explain how big well, it is. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing that I can't get into. I oh, okay. So, Joe, when you guys get together, like you guys are all together tonight, right? Is this your regular yep. band practice night? Is it on Sundays or every other Sunday? Yes. Or... No, every Sunday. And uh, how long How long you get together, roughly? Two to three hours, depending if anybody's, you know, feeling under the weather or not. Uh-huh. And is this when you introduce new stuff or is this when you just rehash like we've got a show coming up, let's run through our set? Or how does that – Does that Pretty re- much. I mean, we, we all pretty much – Agreed not to do anything new until this last this last show that well that we have coming up next week. So, um, you know, uh, like like today, I mean, I I always busted these guys nuts by saying it's band rehearsal. We practice at home. You know, this is rehearsal. We get together. And this is how we we're going to do our set. Right? That's an interesting yeah. perspective. Yeah. 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 My big thing is lyrics. I mean, I I, I have to really learn how to. Uh, uh, th- there's just so much stuff in my head sometimes that that I that I make mistakes lyrically if I don't have like a cheat sheet or something. Yeah. You know, and that was that's that's been my big thing all week is just you know trying to rem- memorize everything that I need to for the next gig. You know, just and and that way it's all in your head and you can throw your own. Your own moves on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, Joe, do you, Joe, when you write lyrics, do you ever have harmonies in mind too, or do you just uh, you write a song, you write a melody, you write the lyrics? Yes. No. Um, it's it's complicated. Like I said, things just come to me, and uh -huh. when they come, they come, and there's really not a lot of sense. And sometimes I just get ideas, and I bring down what I think is a song, and. A lot of times these guys will give their input and then it becomes something completely different. So what Joe's trying to say is he writes a song and then we all make it sound like English. My God, Candy Girl song. Technically you do. I do? Yes, you do. Oh. That's oh, in the back burner. Is that Shame Cave? No, it is not Shame Cave. <laughs> so the, the next song, and I had it written down wrong, it's Stretcher Fetcher. And that makes even more sense because you're an ambulance driver, right? So paramedic, I can see where paramedic, a paramedic rather, yeah. So you are the stretcher fetcher sometimes, right? Yeah, twice a week. Twice a week, yeah. Is that is that a work inspired song then? Did it just come to you when you were working one day or after work or about work? I was in a refresher class and I was bored out of my tree <laughs> and my head just started giving me an idea. Yeah. Pretty funny. So is that, but is that what the song is about? Yeah, it's about work. Yeah. It's, you know, the view of a, you know, paramedic or EMT or whatnot. It's just the stuff that we deal with. And it's never actually usually asked people see it. It's always something completely different and, you know, just all came out. So I, I recently we watched a 9 11, nine, you know, a 9 11 special on Disney. And, I saw that as an inspiring moment for a lot of people. And I've watched, uh, uh, what's the one the, about the Boston Marathon with uh, 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 Marky Mark? Yeah. Independ uh, yeah, Patriots, Day. Patriots Day. Yeah. Is, are those events that kind of inspired you to become a paramedic or did you just do it because you wanted to do it? Or did you do it because you did, your dad did it and his dad did it? Or, you know? My sisters, actually. Yeah. Um, so, when I was growing up, my sisters were both on the fire department. My sis one sister was an EMT. The other one was a firefighter. Um, all volunteer, of course. Um, so, you know, at one point it was me, my sisters, their husbands, and one of the, my brother-in-law's brother was on the department all at once. Wow. <laughs> what a family thing. Yeah, kind of. What was weird. that show? What was that show that Dennis Leary was on? Oh, Rescue Me. Yeah. How close is that to reality? Rescue Me is pretty yeah. spot on. That's what I thought. But he's more spot on in regards to EMS with his other show, Sirens. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. That one is spot on. No kidding. Okay. Because, you know, the, Hollywood gets their hand in there and they glorify things or overdo things sometimes. But uh, I remember an interview with Leary and he said that uh, he hung out with, with guys in different houses and stuff. And he just really learned how to do things, what was done and what wasn't done and tried to bring that reality to the show. You know? I believe Leary's uh, cousin was Tim Lyons, who got killed in the Worcester Cold yeah. Storage fire. Really? I did not know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah, because he actually has the uh, Leary Firefighter Foundation. Uh -huh. um, yeah. which does a lot of fundraising in the area for fire departments as well as around the country. But, um, yeah, he does a lot of good stuff with that. 
So that kind of makes sense. And with that kind of heritage, that kind of family upbringing and surrounding by that, when your mind does go off to drifting, you, you're not thinking about, you know, sugar plums or unicorns or whatever, you know, <laughs> that your mind would go to this and it would help right. you write a song like Stretcher Fetcher. That's kind of cool. Linwood Strange well, is our he, guest. He did do another one that I like to call the firefighter anthem. It's a song called You Go, We Go. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, too bad you didn't. Uh, it's it's a good song. Maybe maybe the audience can check it out next time. Next time, next time. Oh, on Spotify. Yeah, we'll hit that in a in a second. We talk about where we can catch all your stuff. Right now, we're going right. to catch this one. Stretcher Fetcher is the name of the song. Linwood Strange is the name of the band here on the Music of America podcast.
Music of America podcast with Linwood Strange from Northbridge, Massachusetts. Our guest today, I'm your host, Tom Pollard. The Octave Mandolin, Joe Mendel's signature piece of art, gives you a sweet tone like somewhere between the mandolin and a guitar. It has that mandolin punch while also delivering the sustain and range of a guitar. And he builds them to your specs. So you might want like the Adirondack top or prefer that over the Sitka. You might like black walnut, mahogany, rosewood, maple. You select the wood. You select the style, and Joe will make it for you, your very own octave mandolin, all in part flavor of their own to the tone. I call them Mendel's Mandos. He calls them octave mandolins, and they're available at Joe Mendel's Frets, joemendelsfrets.com. So, Joe, do you guys ever mess around with acoustic stuff? Is it always, always electric? It's been always electric. We just never really... Came up with anything yet? I have a question, though. Have you ever thought about ukulele? I You can use I my had one. I know my granddaughter <laughs> got a pink one. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying yeah, to picture. I've seen, I've seen Metallica play uh, stuff on, on like, like little, like, kids' stuff. Yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> like the Walmart stuff? Yeah, you can it pretty easy. It's just what two two straight two finger chords, right? Right. Because of what you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Any uh, experimenting, leaning toward that way, just to bring an acoustic in, just to see what's this going to sound like. Just wonder if you've ever played with that idea. See what guillotine would sound like on an acoustic. <laughs> uh, I mean, all our songs. Well, not all of our songs, but at least some of the stuff I've done um, start off on acoustic because I'm just meddling around in my house. Uh huh. But um, I don't know. It's probably something we'll get to in the future. Yeah, I, guys... I see a ballad pretty soon somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, Joe? You got uh, music in your family? Uh, in, in a very different sort of way. What do you mean? Uh, well, um, how do I put this? There may be hillbillies in my family. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot of uh, country music and stuff like that and, yeah. you know, church music and things like that. But you were around it growing up? Oh, yeah. 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 How about you, Mike? No. Uh, it, we all wanted to be rock stars growing up, but um, I had I had a big influence. A uh, friend of mine, George Rokey, he's been uh, playing. He's still a, a, a bassist playing out. He's he's in uh, Southern California right now. Uh -huh. So, um, but, but, uh, yeah, he's more or less like a studio basis, but that kid can pick up, he, he can pick up a trombone. Hey, he used to play trombone. We used to tease him, yeah. George Rookie, lead trombone. But, uh, -huh. uh, yeah, he can pick up anything and, and get something out of it. He's just, a just an excellent musician. How about you guys, Jim, Mike, what about you? Any, uh, musical pedigree in your family? No, not really. Not that I know of anyway. You just picked it up, just picked up to play guitar? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Never anything else better going on, so <laughs> don't want to fish, may as well learn how to play guitar, right? No, Brain surgeon's all taken up, so Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He definitely Dude, fish fish he's a fishing musician. How about you, Mike? Mike on the drums. My uh my father was a big Herb Albert and I'm a Tijuana brass. So he's he's big into jazz. Uh my mother was more the Elvis Presley, Tom Jones, uh, kind of stuff. So I got a little bit of both of that, but, 
Yeah, it wasn't until my teen years oh, that. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't <laughs> wasn't until my teen years that uh, I I I was nineteen when I got my first set of Gretsch drums. So wow, uh, bet you wish you kept those. I wish I did keep them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> solid chrome, everything. Uh, the last was... song Joe is called Guillotine. <laughs> yes. What's, what's that about? Well, um, that one came something about... something I wrote. A while back, and it just—I always believe that songs should should tell a story. Uh -huh. And that particular story was when I was going through my second divorce. I almost got busted for a DUI, but wow. but yeah yeah yeah. But the cop, but my phone locked. The cop that pulled me over, someone screwed by us doing like about a hundred and ten. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like he's like stay here. Do what you want, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> stay here or do what I want. I mean, which yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, and it just turned into, uh, you know, if and that was a Friday night, you know, uh -huh. yeah, and Friday, have price for lawyers, Saturday, you won't get out for free, yeah, and Sunday, I mean, because I was, I was, I was guilty. <laughs> I was really guilty. And I knew I was going to get if, if uh, you know, and that was an eye opener too. That now, was how, how Linwood Strange does that song now, then, Mike? Is that how you envisioned it when you first? Yeah, it? yeah. Basically, when when I was writing it, uh, that was written on a. Uh, I did everything on an acoustic guitar at the time, just okay. like Joe. But my version, my version is way different from what he does. I I like the way he plays it. Yeah. Well, he does. He does these little harmonics things, like in the intro. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I what 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 happened was is I brought down a riff, and I'm like, "This is a cool riff. I really like this. This is, yeah, this is going to be something." And Mike and goes, like, I, I, got, have, yeah. "I got something for that. <laughs> I got something I could put to that." And that's right. And we couldn't get the 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 chorus to just fit right with the music I was doing. He's like, "No, try this." And, it was the first time any of us realized that Mike could actually play guitar. As I asked about his background, he, he said nothing. He didn't do anything until 40 years ago or for 40 years. He just started singing. So you've actually been playing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been in bands out in San Diego and stuff like that. And oh, uh, okay. I've, I've always wanted to, you know, perform. I like performing in front of an audience. Yeah. I'm a big hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <right? laughs> Mike well, made an obscene hand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this is audio only, boys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the song is called Guillotine. Our guest, Linwood Strange. We're going to give it a listen here. Guillotine on the Music of America podcast. Yeah, but man. 
Guillotine with Linwood Strange, our guest here on the Music of America podcast. And Joe, this is the section of the show we call Shameless Self Promotion. And by the way, guys, so I don't forget, happy Thanksgiving to you all. So, oh, uh, you as well. Thank you. Now, this is where you like talk about shows that are coming up in December, first of the year, any new projects you're working on, anything we should be watching for, how we can support you, where we can get your CDs, your merch, your t shirts, whatever. So go. All right. Um, our main website is uh, www.reverbnation.com slash Linwood Strange. That'll pretty much bring you everywhere. Uh, we're also on Facebook. We are on TikTok. Yeah, we are. Um, have a YouTube channel or no? Yes. Sorry, I always forget about that. There is a YouTube channel. If, they, if you look up Linwood Strange, you'll find us. Okay. I, there's, I mean... Actually, I believe it's youtube.com slash Linwood Strange. Yes. Okay. And all of our all of our shows are on there. Well, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Joe puts everything. Joe Joe's that little four year old that likes to put things up yeah. on the refrigerator. So so if it's worthy, if, if he thinks it's worthy, it's it's going up on it's going up on YouTube. And you do a full show, or do you break it down song by song by song? Uh, both. Really? Yeah, okay. I have to. I have to usually tape it on Facebook Live, and then I break it down afterwards. Okay. I was curious about that. Some buddies of mine were in uh, in Vermont this weekend. We went to see them, and I posted one of their songs. It took me forever to post one of their songs. I had to go through, put it on as reels or something like that. It just seemed nuts. Like, how do you guys even do this? I'm, not my not my headache. <laughs> Honestly, it, with Facebook, it's complicated. It's for us. We'll usually live. Well, live feed our shows. Yeah. So pretty much the video for many of our shows has been up for the most part, unless it's a private gig. Um, other than that, it, it it's easier to put it on YouTube and share it afterwards. Gotcha. 
Well, uh, holidays are coming up. New Year's coming up. You guys got any shows lined up? Or if not, how do they get in touch with you to book you for a New Year's show? Um, they can always um, contact us at linwoodstrange at gmail.com. Okay. Or, um, or on the websites. Uh, any of them have ways of contacting us. Um, our next show is probably going to be January. We kind of plan for taking off November and December. Okay. For the holidays, right? Yeah, unless yeah. that changes, but that that one is kind of by you know see how things are at that time. Gotcha. Um, the place that's having us has had some issues. Uh-huh. New music, new music. Uh, in November, December. Uh, we're doing a show at at a place called Huskies uh, next Friday. Okay, it's a Halloween show. He's yeah. going to be Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this show will have aired for about a about a month later, so yeah, <laughs> so right, have, right, right, have right. fun at that. <laughs> oh yeah, but we they will. can always find our shows on the websites and stuff. Yeah, well, maybe we'll catch your Peter Griffith uh, on YouTube, right? Uh, oh, you will, you, you will. will. <laughs> <laughs> give be, us a quick give, give us a quick Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, <laughs> Joe. It's been fun. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, take care. Our guest, Linwood Strange, here on the Music of America podcast. Up next, we're traveling to Michigan. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.